coordination and sound. Built to stimulate around the eyes. Greatest and greatest wellness trends, treatments, and experience. Work Magnesium is naturally found in foods like. This is the Well and Good podcast. Tune in to find the wellness that fits your frequency. These past few episodes, we have been in motion for a month full of conversations with the running community, learning about how running strengthens them and how it ripples out to other parts of their lives. I'm director of podcast Taylor Camille, and in this final installment, we wanted to take a look at how our movements can be more mindful. And so in the first part of this episode, we're in conversation with Lauren Zucker, co-founder of Sage and Sound, a wellness destination based in New York City, discussing how mindfulness plays a role in preparing ourselves for movement, and she'll share so many tips for how we can all incorporate intention into our own lives. And then in the second half of the episode, we'll be guided through meditation by one of Sage and Sound's instructors, Dara Hart, and we've noted around when that starts in the show notes in case you'd like to access that piece directly. Before we dive in, we're happy to announce that we've been nominated for a Signal Award for Routine Rundown, our sister podcast in this network. So please, that's also in the show notes. Place a vote for us. We really appreciate it. And as always, share episodes with friends. Shoot us a note at podcasts at wellandgood.com. And we look forward to hearing from you. For now, here's Lauren. I'm Lauren Zucker, co-founder of Sage and Sound. Uh, We opened Sage and Sound almost a year ago, really around the premise of wellness your way. Uh, What that means is for everyone to discover how to take that time for themselves. Self-care is super important. um, And we're all about self-discovery and leaning into Everyone's appetite for wellness and self-care is different and every day should feel and look different Mm -hmm. based on your mood and how you're feeling. So we want to be a provider of um, a place where you can come and really experience the best practitioners, brands, and treatments. Yeah, very, very necessary. Um, I wanted to get into this mind-body connection and and talking about, if you think about it, like zoomed out, those two things can seem very different. And I wondered if you could kind of highlight how those practices might complement each other. Sure. So I grew up dancing. Mm-hmm. And fitness and movement was always very much part of kind of who I was. My mom's a yeah. dancer. So, you know, preparing yourself for a run or um, any type of kind of fitness is very much making sure you're in the right mindset before you get on stage or before you start a run. Mm-hmm. So, I think mentally creating an intention. And slow breaths to kind of calm your nervous system Mm -hmm. and get yourself prepped is a big piece of mindfulness. Mm -hmm. Um, To me, it's very much about awareness of where you are in your your mental space. Mm -hmm. Um, And I always knew how to be aware of that from a fitness and movement standpoint. Personally, you know, I think it's different when you move into 
what that looks like when you're not moving. Um, mm-hmm. But I think the mindfulness piece is really something that is broken up in different phases. And the first phase is how you get yourself ready for the race or for the run or for the performance. And then the second phase is how to continue that mindfulness um, and breath work while you continue the activity. Um, and then the third phase is how you how you end. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned breath work. Um, I feel like that kind of feels like almost the foundation of a lot of meditation and kind of the entry point. So if you could just help our listeners understand where breathwork comes into play, how you've used breathwork in your practices. You know, as I, as I said, movement was always a huge piece of my wellness journey. Mm-hmm. And I went through a very tough personal time. And I didn't realize how important breathwork and mindfulness was to turn on when you're going through stress or anxiety and I got very, very, very into breath work. I really want to say about three, four years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so much so that I, it's my first tattoo, my only tattoo. I put breath on my left wrist to remind me multiple times a day when I am feeling stressed or I'm feeling whatever it may be in our lives that pops up, you know, uh, a love something, a kid related something, whatever it may be, that breath is everything. Mm -hmm. And I really only associated it to movement. So I really got into breath work. Um, I really got into meditation and how to connect this mind body connection always from the minute we wake up. So -hmm. there's different types of breath that you use, you know, when you're feeling stressed, versus when you're in a workout or when you're in a run. And I really notice that it really helps calm your nervous system. It's it's so much of our oxygen and our energy that controls, it all comes from our breath. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really notice the difference in my life. Um, and so much of my personal journey is what led me to start Sage and Sound because I really wanted to help others uh, recognize what a mindfulness practice can do for you and how important it is. Yeah. If I think about um, when I introduce meditation to friends, I think often I hear like, oh, I, I don't know if I can sit still that long or I don't know if I can yeah. quiet my mind that long. Um, so wondering, you know, I'm sure people come from all different levels and, and stages, but mm-hmm. what's some of the feedback you get from people that visit Sage and Sound? You know, I hear a lot, which makes me feel so good, is sometimes I feel wellness, um, especially, you know, we launched in New York City, can be intimidating. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of times, which is great, a lot of people started a practice during COVID in their home. Mm -hmm. But on my personal journey, when I was really going through it and I, I was really scared. I realized what helped me heal was community. Hmm. And I think when you're able to connect and what we've seen at Sage and Sound is that you have a community that is welcoming and that mm-hmm. it's not intimidating. And sometimes social media can make 
you feel that you have to look a certain way and be a certain way to feel that you have this kind of woo woo or spirituality or, and it's not, you know, I want people to feel that there's all walks of life, all shapes and sizes, and you don't need to eat a certain way and work out four times a week. And you should just be you and celebrate you and realize that coming into Sage and Sound, what we've seen is that there's community and people mm-hmm. that really want to take that time for self-care in a community because mm-hmm. you really feel the power of what that feels like in a breathwork class with 12 people next to you. Yeah. It's really energizing. Yeah, I was going to say. And it's exciting that, you know, you see all walks of life come in. I was just at a retreat earlier this week and it was only three days, but truly like having that energy exchange, um, doing practices that like I have been doing yoga at home by myself or, you know, I have been just meditating at home by myself, but actually having just the presence of other people feels so less isolating um, and really makes you realize that like you're not alone and there's other people on their journeys too and they can kind of lift you up on your journey and you can lift them up on theirs too. So super powerful stuff. So grateful for spaces um, like that. I, I kind of wanted to delve into the sound meditation piece or like sound healing, mm-hmm. how it's integrated. But, you know, are there any specific sound meditation practices or even instruments that you find particularly effective in enhancing our meditative experiences, either while running or during seated meditation? You know, when I say wellness your way, it's very much you should figure out and explore what works for you. Before starting Sage and Sound, I worked in the music industry. So yeah. So when I was going through this really challenging time in my life four years ago, I couldn't sit still. Mm -hmm. And sitting to meditate and I had all the apps and I went to a bunch of classes. It was really hard for me. But I am a person that listens to music all day long. You know, I don't make photo albums. I make playlists. So for me... Being able to learn how to quiet my mind through sound was like this spark that was like, wow, this works for me. Mm -hmm. So I love sound meditation. Um, And we've actually done at Sage and Sound a bunch of classes that are different types of sounds. So we have like crystal bowl sounds. We have Tibetan sounds. And then we have a class that's like breath and sound combined. Mm -hmm. So there's different ways you experience meditation. For me, sound is like my jam. I love it. Um, You know, it's, it's a vibration. You feel it, you know, and there's different tones and different sounds. Um, We, we started selling, which is so cute, these little Koshi chimes and um, I've gotten my kids really into it. So at night I play some sounds Aww. and it's a really nice way just to, I just think sound is so powerful. I know that that is going to stick with your kids as like a way that, you know, you loved on them of just like helping them calm down their nervous system. And it's like a tool that they can use throughout their whole lives. So that's just so sweet to hear. I have a nine-year-old and an 11-year-old and They've had a tough time these past few years, you know, and I really got them at a young age into breath work. 
and into sound meditation and it's really calmed their anxiety. So I really think it's wonderful to experience at all ages. Yep, definitely. It kind of just helps you put things in perspective that like really not a lot is in our control and all we can kind of control is our breath and move through the hard things. You know, I think mindfulness is about kind of being conscious and Mm -hmm. that really reduces anxiety and creates positive thinking. So I think all of this, as we've like read, whether it's through experience, you know, from COVID for most people, or once they have a mindfulness practice, they really feel the transformation. I mean, yeah, everything is for yourself, but What are some ways that you bring mindfulness into your everyday? I think it's one thing to go to a class and you know that's like dedicated time for your mindfulness. But how do you kind of like you mentioned with your kids, but other ways that you pull in mindful moments um, throughout your everyday? So I'm a big believer in journaling. I think it's a really important way. It's like anything you've got to start the habit. I'm Mm -hmm. all about manifestation. So every morning I start my day journaling and it can be quick because trust me, I'm a single mom. I got to get up, make my kids breakfast. It's like real hard to get out the door, but I make sure I set my alarm early and it can just be three things I want for today or what I'm grateful for is usually how I end the day. Um, But I think that's a, you can keep a notebook. It doesn't need to be a journal, you know, Mm -hmm. but just being able to, put out what you want for the day is like a technique that I every morning always do. Mm -hmm. Um, Music is a really good tool. I always have a good morning playlist. It shifts my energy. I think it's a great way to just create good vibes, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. breath work. You know, when I feel stressed, I'm very much about breathing in for four, breathing out for four. Um, those are things that are important, whether you have a little mantra or something that you say to yourself, I'm also really into, I'm a sucker for like any type of quote or thing that I can read throughout the day that just like is a reminder to shift my energy, you know, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think movement and movement is is so important, you know, mm-hmm. even if, cause you know, the past year for me has been busy as a single mom and opening Sage and Sound and juggling and just a lot of life events that happened to me this year. Yeah. So I haven't gotten to work out as much as I'd like. So mm-hmm. I just walk everywhere, literally yep. just walk. That in itself clears your mind. Like you need fresh yeah. air and move your body. But yeah, my mental health walks, I'm like, I have to just get out. And when I'm not in New York, it's really hard to walk. So I have to be more intentional. Like, okay, no, I'm going to walk to the grocery store instead of driving. And I'm going to, you know, get myself out and in the world and move my body um, when I don't have time to fit in an intentional workout. And one other thing I would say, because I think it's really hard, and this is another reason why I bring it back to Sage and Sound, is... Your community is a tool. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we feel that, and we've all felt it through isolation, through COVID, and I don't want to keep going back to that, but like you just feel better when you see a friend or you talk to somebody. Yeah. So making that time, which is very hard for me to do, but I, I see how good people feel and it makes me feel so good when they come into Sage and Sound and then they leave with a smile, whether it's like have tea with a friend. 
-hmm. you know, call a friend, whatever it may be, it really shifts your day. Yeah. So like, make sure it's intentional with selecting the person that makes you feel good. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But that's also something that I try to do. Yeah. The last thing I was going to ask you is how can kind of listeners quiet their minds and embrace the meditation they're about to hear? So like any tips you have for like grounding yourself before a meditation, I suppose. I think it's important to find a space that feels safe and calming and your environment's important. So, you know, it can be hard if you're on the go and that's to me more like once you're a little bit more advanced and like, you know, you can figure out how to like tune it in wherever you are, but take that time, whether it's five or 10 minutes, wherever you are to just block it out and find that space where you have that time for you. And we are all so busy in our lives and you will feel the difference if you take 10 minutes for yourself. So before you listen to the meditation, make sure you're in a good place where you feel that you, you know, can quiet your world around you. Mm -hmm. Um, Literally, even if it's in a closet, (laughs) you know, I know sometimes it's hard when I'm like, oh my gosh, my kids are everywhere. I don't know where to go. Um, But I do. I I literally can do my best meditating and thinking in the shower. So it can be anywhere, anywhere. Um, And, you know, just give yourself grace and it's okay. And if it doesn't work the first time, try it again. Mm -hmm. Like just come back to it. And I think we're all so hard on ourselves. Um, And just know that, you know, as long as you come back and you give it a try and you keep giving it a try, it will stick. When we return from the break, Dara Hart will be guiding us through a lovely meditation. Stay tuned. Hi, and welcome. You're listening to Dara Hart in partnership with Sage and Sound. Thank you for being here. Let's practice together. A mindfulness meditation for mental strength and focus. This is an opportunity to reset, reseat, and recognize the gift of each precious moment and your uniquely special self. As we sit in meditation, in connection and recognition, we practice in a posture of presence, awake and aware to center ourselves. With each breath, we arrive. Let's begin now. Please find a comfortable seat. Bring your attention 
to the soles of your feet. Into the palms of your hands. Allow your spine to lengthen. And lift up through the base of your skull. Soften through the back body. Allow the chest to lift. Bring your attention to the flow of breath. Noticing the inhale and the exhale. We enjoy each breath in harmony with the body. We are aware of our flow of breath and our body. Bringing our attention to the breath, we become free from our thoughts, judgments, or regrets from the past, anxieties or plans of a future that has not yet happened, and preoccupations of the present. We let go of any unnecessary tension. Breathing in, we enjoy each breath 
in harmony with the body. Breathing out, we let go of any unnecessary tension. Become still by bringing your attention to witnessing each breath. Breathing in, we become aware of all the beauty within us. Breathing out, we are aware of all the beauty of the world that surrounds us. Enjoy each breath in harmony with the body. We allow the breath to be synchronized to a natural rhythm. world around us. Gently begin to open your eyes if they're closed. Open your eyes to see your surroundings. The trees horizon, the room you're in, what is around you and nearby. Wherever you may be, recognize a sacred earth. is also within you. 
Thank you for your practice today. Wishing you a beautiful present moment with each breath and every step. On today's show, you heard me in conversation with Lauren Zucker, and you were guided in a meditation by Dara Hart. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and share. This episode was produced by Taylor Camille and edited and mastered by Sarah Gabrielli. Our theme music was created by Madeline Lakomsky and Matt Domenico. Our show art was designed by Jenna Gibson and Karina Masonette.